You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, Chime Time, here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnanski. Well, I, I am a host of uh, BetQL Boston here, but Chris Scheim is not only the producer of this podcast, but also, in my opinion, a co-host as we uh, launch this bad boy, as promised, a daily Boston betting sports podcast. Scheim, what's going on, kid? Hi, Mutt. I'm ready to make some money, baby. Uh, I am still triggered by the results of the Kentucky Derby, so I am uh, still <laughs> 81 to 1. We were alive to everything with the second, third, and fourth place finishers, and we got beat by a horse that... Uh, I would not bet with your money, but we we prevail. We move on. That's what we do with sports better shine. You got to turn like a quarterback, like a cornerback. You got to turn the page and go on to the next thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I but you always got to be looking to the future. Never look to the past. Always look to the future. Look to what can happen, not what has happened. Well, that being said, we will start looking back uh, on Tuesday night at the Boston Bruins. So you were tweeting hey. about incessantly and complaining. About the officiating, dude. Oh, that's so bad. It's not okay. Fair, it's not fair. the officiating. The the Canes are better. They're a better they're team. Not, they are absolutely not a better team. First of all, secondly, officiating has been bad in not not just the NHL, not just in the Bruins Canes game, across the NHL and across the NBA. Refs have been awful across the world. It is not a homer take to wow. say that refs have been bad in every wow. game for everything. You cannot tell me Derek Forbert deserved to go to the box there when Max Domi is throwing punches as well. That is horse manure, and you know it. So they lost because of officiating last night. That's your claim. Well, they lo- That's your claim. They went down 2 nothing because of officiating, and then all of the wind was taken out of the sails at that point. So I-, I think the series is over. I thought it was over at 2 nothing. I was dead wrong. The Bruins fought back. But now there's a game 6 tomorrow. Uh, Bruins are plus 285. To win the series, Shime, they are minus 132 on the money line for Game 6. And it's a day ahead, so this could move a little bit. Yep. They are plus 198 uh, on the puck line, minus 1.5. If you had to lean early on the Bruins, and you're going to be our hockey insider on this show, yeah. early day ahead look, won't hold you to this, not a lock, but a lean, Game 6 or the series, since you seem to think these teams are close, I don't. So I have no interest in the Bruins at a series price of plus 285. Any interest in the series or game six tomorrow? Yeah, 100%. I'm going Boston. Uh, I'm taking the puck line. I'm taking the the minus one and a half at plus 198. Wow. Uh, And I'm hitting it now. And and there's a major reason for that. It's because Hampus Lindholm has not been ruled in the game yet. As soon as he gets ruled in the game, that number is going to come down. You're not going to get as good of a number. I want to hit that now. And then I may consider hitting it again closer to game time. The main reason for that is... Every game in the NHL playoffs, Mutt, has been a blowout. It's yeah. not – there is there is no one goal Wild. game. There have been, what, two or three <laughs> overtime games? The average yeah. margin of victory is three goals. 
It does. You just it, you're almost if you're gonna bet a team, you bet the puck line at this point because it doesn't. Especially if you're betting the favorite, because it doesn't make sense to just take the money line. Every team is winning by more than a goal because they're pulling goalies with three and a half, four minutes left in the game, and you're getting easy open netters at the end anyways, just to tack on more. That's another reason why the overs are hitting a lot in these games. And so I am, I am definitely going to be on the uh, Bruins puck line here because I, I think the Bruins are ultimately the better team. So I should mention this off the top. When we reference lines, you're referencing one of the two you know, major books. Like I think people know who those are. Uh, you can shop around for your best price. And again, we're going to record this. The schedule for this daily Boston sports betting podcast, uh, we record it mid-mornings. It'll be posted by noon on most days. Weekends, we'll figure that out as we get to our weekends this podcast because we're going to be seven days a week. But just know as we're talking about this, there can be injuries. There can be other things that happen during the afternoon. You have to adjust for your opinions there. But like you said, Hampus not in yet. Once he goes in, that's going to come down. The puck line right now, minus one and a half, plus 198. So almost two to one. Shime is in. Uh, I was out on the Bruins after game two. I'm still out on the Bruins. I'd like to see it go to a game seven. But to your point, these things have been blowouts back and forth. The Garden will be rocked. We all know that. But. Uh, I would not be interested uh, in the Bruins. I think the Canes are better. Shime's blaming officiating. He's going to be on the puck line for game six. Would you be interested in the Bruins series price at almost 3-1 to one plus 285? I might sprinkle a little bit in there. I'm not as confident. I just I just don't know if you can win in Carolina. Uh, I think that's the bigger issue to me. It's not necessarily That building's the awesome, by the way. How it, about the Carolina fans down there? Holy mackerel. That place is rocking. I know they used the whole storm surge thing. It seems very, um, very... <laughs> 1990s. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Uh, but, you know, whatever works for them, hey, good for you. Uh, I just I am concerned about winning in Carolina, and it would be Jeremy Swayman's fifth straight start, which he has not even made four straight starts uh, this season. So I am I would be a little concerned in a game seven. So right now I'm just going to focus on game six. That was last night. They'll play game six uh, coming up. We'll have more on that as we get to game day. As for today, Wednesday, May 11th, Celtics, Bucks, pivotal game five, back in Boston after an unbelievable fourth quarter for the Celtics the other night. Uh, they're able to cover that number. The game goes over. This series has been trending under in all these games. Uh, I had bet the over in game uh, uh, three. That did, uh, game, yeah, game three that did not work out uh, over the weekend. But as of uh, Wednesday mid morning, Celtics are a five and a half point favorite. The total that I'm seeing is two fourteen. I've seen it two thirteen and a half. I've seen it two fourteen and a half. Uh, the series price is now Celtics minus one ninety. You can bet the Celtics to win in six or seven, which we'll get to. Uh, Shime, I, I'm going to build, I, I know right now for sure, I'm going to be building some same-game parlays that involve the Celtics' money line. Same. But if if forced, Celtics minus 5.5, I still think like that. That's a fair number. and ha- I'm not sure I love it, but if I if forced to pick a side there, I would lay the 5.5 given how well the Celtics have played at home in these playoffs and the potential I saw at the end of Game 4. A fatigued Giannis, an annoyed Giannis, I could see a maybe not 23-point win potential uh, in this home game in Game 5, but I saw a little bit of quit in Giannis, so I'm very confident the Celtics win. I'm less confident in the 5.5. I have no real strong opinion on the total, uh, but that's where I'd go as a, from a game standpoint tonight. We'll get to the series in a second. 
Where do you lean on the Celtics lane five and a half tonight or the total two fourteen? Yeah, I'm going to stay away from the the line there of five and a half. Uh, I do like the Celtics on the money line. I just think that these this series has been weird, where a lot of these games have been very very close, uh, and so I kind of want to stay away from that five and a half. Um, but I do really like actually not necessarily the total, but the away team total. So the Milwaukee total is set at one oh four and a half. The Celtics defense has done a tremendous under. job. That's got to be and under, you're right? at home. I'm yeah. going under all the way. I'm going under one oh four and a half. Um, I, I think that is absolutely the play there if you're looking at the total, just because I think the Celtics are a team capable of scoring 105 or 130. So I just I don't want to necessarily play with their team total. It sits right now at 109 and a half. Makes sense with the line that you have, uh, but I, I just I ve- firmly lean under with Milwaukee at 104 and a half. As far as the officiating, we got the officials uh, for tonight's game. You don't care about their names; you care about you know how they call these games. So in in both cases, two. Two of the three officials have an under 500 record with home teams this year. Oy. Two of the three officials have an under 500 record against the spread with favorites. So there, there's a little bit of a, a road dog lean, which is why you're right, Shab. I don't love the five and a half. I do love the idea uh, of the the, the 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 money line and using the Celtics money line as a builder in same game parlays. I also don't mind. The Celtics in seven at plus 170 right now. Like, if you think the home team is going to win this thing, you think it's going to go home, 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 you can get almost two to one on the Celtics winning this series in seven. And you can also set yourself up if you do that. Like, if they're set to win it in game six, you want to hedge a little bit, you're able to do that. And so looking at, uh, again, one of the major sites, plus 160 to win it in – or plus plus 160 in six games, plus 170 in seven games. So – I know for sure I'm going to jump in uh, at the seven games at almost two to one. I bought back in on the Celtics. They lost game one. They were again. They were minus two ten favorites to open this series, which yep. is probably a little bit aggressive. They flipped to a one ten dog when the thing opened, so I grabbed them after game one. I'm going to jump back in as far as the seven games plus one seventy. You set off the air shine. You love a bet in this yes. game. What is the bet you love? Is it the is that team total under? Did you already give us the bet you love? No, no, no. So I mentioned the Celtics money line. I'm going to tie that in in the same game parlay with a player prop here. It's Al Horford over two and a half made three-pointers, yes. which is plus 146 on its yep. own. He's yep. done that three out of four games already in the series. And if you haven't noticed already, Al Horford has found his groove in this series. And one of the things he is succeeding at is posting up in the corner and just chilling and waiting for Jason Tatum to or Jalen Brown or Marcus Smart to drive to the hoop and kick it out to a wide open Al Horford and he yucks up a three and he has been money. He has hit he has hit four, he has hit four, he has hit five, and then in the game two he hit one. So I really, really like the Al Horford over two and a half threes. I think it's either it's either he makes none and he's ice cold or he's going to hit this number. I don't think there's any in between, and I lean more towards this guy is on fire. You saw him score a career high in the playoffs with 30 points in the last game. I love the made threes here for Al Horford. I may, I probably will even just bet that straight up. It's sitting right at around plus 150. Shop around, see if you can find a better number than that, but I love that number as it is. Yeah, for game one uh, for our BetQL weekend show, I had mentioned two things. One that I loved Al Horford over nine and a half points in game one, and that that bet is still gonna it's gonna gonna pay for the rest of my bets this series, yep. thankfully. But the the Milwaukee Bucks defense shine to your point, and our buddy Brian Barrett had this, and I've been hammering this home. We've talked about betting this series in all sorts of places. The Bucks give up shine. 
the most wide-open threes per game in the NBA. And the NBA considers a wide-open three, no defender within six feet. Yep. So we watched this series so far, and you can tell that's what Budenholzer's trying to do. We're going to collapse on Tatum, collapse on Brown, and if you hit enough threes to beat us, you do. What it leads to is, well, they had 93 three-pointers in the first two games in the series. And Bingo. so you're, 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 the, the, the value is baked in right now to Celtics overs three-point shots I won't say across the board because they put the Tatum and Brown numbers pretty high, but like Al Horford, Marcus Smart, occasionally put up a Peyton Pritchard in either one or one and a half, the, the, or a half or one and a half, the half I don't hate. The one they haven't posted yet today, which people should keep an eye on, is Grant Williams. Yes, you know, agreed. I, 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 I was think looking for that. So when it's I came not posted to, yet. When as far I came as I can to tell. player threes, I was looking for Grant yeah. Williams. Me too. I found Al Horford, and I was like, oh, this is w- amazing value and a, a number that I love. So I, I am also looking for the Grant Williams number. So hopefully, if you can keep your eye out, if you can get a good number for before game time, I'd strike while the iron's hot there. I would say if, if they post it one and a half, anywhere near like even money, minus Agreed. 110, minus 120. Yep. That, you, that's the no, number I wrote down here is Grant Williams over one and a half threes. Yeah, like I, I, I want... I'm building that as part of my same game parlay with the Celtics money line once that goes live. 100%. I I think I'm tying that into a lot of same game parlays, but I don't necessarily know that I would lay, you know, minus 130 there on that. I just don't think there's enough value. I mean, if you can alt, you know, get an alt line and and get it to two and a half and and get yourself some plus money there, I think that that could be way more valuable. So we're on the Celtics money line is the, the, the lock here for us as part of some build-out stuff. Uh, you mentioned the team total for the Bucks at minus 104. I like that. Uh, Celtics in six at plus 160. Celtics at seven, plus 170. And, again, shop around for those three-point props. When you build same-game parlays, you can sometimes do one or more, two or more, three or more instead of a hard line, and that does make it flexible. Looking forward to uh, this game five tonight. Should be an electric atmosphere at the Garden. Home court has been good uh, to the Celtics, and I think there's a little bit of fatigue uh, in this Bucks team, based on what I saw at the honesty end of game four. So we'll see what we get here uh, in game five. We'll react to it tomorrow on this uh, now daily Boston, uh, Boston, BetQL Boston podcast. We'll get that right here at some point. <laughs> uh, Red Sox finally got right last night. They win. Total goes over. Uh, they're plus 105 on the money line tonight. Run line uh, at plus one and a half is minus 190. No interest there. I will tell you, doing my work for the Red Sox pregame show tonight, uh, Alex Verdugo is three for six lifetime against Ian Anderson. Uh, I'm going to be using, and I think for Mutt's big bet tonight on the pregame show, going to be over one and a half total bases for Verdugo. It's plus Ooh, okay. 135 right now. One double gets us done there. And I do a lot of that stuff. Like What, what helps me with the, the Red Sox pregame shine before we get out, Like I, I able to look at the, the pitcher-batter matchups, and I'm able to find guys who have success against certain pitchers. And I will tell you, we were like 19, 20 games over 500 last year wow. uh, on Mutt's big bet. And a lot of it was just... Like they, this, the books can't look at the individual matchups every night in baseball. Sometimes they do, but what they the star players they just they put the lines at worst value, and some of the like the secondary players they sort of forget about because you can't get to everything. And so to me, Verdugo total base is one and a half tonight with a three for six lifetime against Anderson. To me, it's worth some value. I'm not sure how much baseball. You're betting right now, but the Red Sox are trying to finally win two in a row here so, as they're losing five in a row. And I actually I do have a play in tonight's game. I'm going to go over on the Red Sox total runs of three and a half. Uh, I think 
the offense is getting something going. I have I have faith that the you offense hope. is no, getting no, something going. No, no, you hope going. you hope you hope the offense is getting something. I have faith. Going. I'm going to have faith. Uh, last night, I mean, you saw Devers hit an absolute bomb of a grand slam. They scored nine last night. I think going down to three and a half. Yeah, you have to lay a little bit. It's minus one twenty-two uh, where I'm looking right now. So shop around see if you can get a little bit of a better number. But I like the over three and a half. I don't want to go anywhere over four and a half for sure. Um, but I'd play around with like over four, uh, just because there's that chance. And um, but I, I do really like the over three and a half here as the Red Sox hopefully are getting things rolling on the offensive side of the ball. We got Celtics and Red Sox tonight. We got the Bruins uh, later on. We got the Red Sox uh, off day on Thursday, but we got playoff action. We got Celtics game five. It should be a lot of fun. This will sort of be the deal, folks. Fifteen twenty minutes on most days where myself and Shine will pick through what happened last night. Shime's going to bitch about officials. I'll just tell you yep. what the lines are uh, for these games. And it's very simple to get this podcast every single day. You go to the Odyssey app, search BetQL Boston. It pops right up in the search bar. You, you click on that. There's a, an orange subscribe button. Conscri- subscribe there, and it pops up on the Odyssey app. When there's a new uh, episode, it'll notify you there. You can go to iTunes and search BetQL Boston and subscribe. If you're a subscriber to the old I'm trying not to cry when I say this. <laughs> Winners Club podcast feed. Rest in uh, peace. Then you're probably listening to us. I had a buddy who was a Winners Club, uh, you know, uh, subscriber who texted me yesterday and said, "Am I getting daily picks from you uh, on this podcast?" So that's kind of the deal. <laughs> get, yep. get ready to Bingo. Uh, hopefully make some money. Uh, so the iTunes feed at Boston, uh, Becky Well Boston. Also, Shimes is on Spotify, which I'm not yes. on, but you're saying Spotify. It Shanta. is in fact on Spotify. Yes. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter. You may see a Twitter egg if you're listening early this afternoon, but at some point there will be a logo there. BetQL Boston, very simple, uh, direct Twitter account. Uh, DMs, Shine will remain open. People Always. want to uh, direct message us their plays. They Please. want to let us know what they want on the podcast, what we should talk about, whether it's PGA. we got the PGA Championship next week, Preakness next week. We'll mix all that stuff in. But really, Shine, this is going to be a daily Boston betting sports podcast, recapping what happened last night, trying to find some stuff for tonight, because we are DJs looking at this stuff anyway, so why not try to help the people, entertain the people for 15, 20 minutes a day? I am gambling almost every single day, uh, so I, I it, this makes sense for me to be here with you, Mud. I can talk about all my stupid sure and ridiculous ideas and, and kind of bounce them off the wall, so I'm, I'm super thrilled for this. I'm excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. Odyssey app, iTunes, Spotify, BetQL Boston, a daily Boston betting podcast. Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dad. Grab an iPhone or two that your kids had. Subscribe there as well because subscriptions help us, okay? Help us big time because the more subscriptions we get, more downloads, the more the people realize that Odyssey, our big big daddy Odyssey, that this thing's making waves. we got to put more time. We want video at some point in this podcast. We want the podcast on remote at some point here, you want Shime and I at your sports book, yes, at your you sports do. bar. That's how you make it happen, we'll folks. So subscribe on the Odyssey app, on iTunes, on Spotify, to BetQL Boston. We got the Celtics and Red Sox tonight. Shime, good luck, baby. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Mutt. Can't wait.